Hi everyone and welcome to the third episode of A Self-Love Story. I am your host Olivia and every week I try to go on this journey with you to become a better version of ourselves. This week's episode I've chosen to speak about how we talk to ourselves. So this is something that I think is one of, if not the most important aspects of not only healing, of self-love, but also for becoming that best version of yourself that you're looking for, becoming that happiest version of yourself. You know, you cannot hate yourself happy. You cannot become the best version of you by being mean to yourself, for lack of better words. Psychology Today says the most important conversation you have is the one you have with yourself in your head. And your self-talk can really define what your life is. And I'm sure other people have seen, you know, the TikTok videos or the advice that's like, be so delusional that you're going to succeed and you will. And that definitely has its place, but When you talk to yourself from a place of love, you only welcome more of that into your life. So what is the thought monologue in your brain like? How do you talk to yourself? Whether it's just as you're doing everyday tasks or when something goes wrong, do you you call yourself an idiot? Are you mean about yourself? I I certainly am guilty of that or I've been guilty of, and it's not even a conscious thought process, but I have been, I have been guilty of feeling like I deserve things to go wrong in the past, like this feeling of like guilt that I don't know why I feel like I'm not worthy of good things happening and you almost expect the bad. And I just, I suppose, what message does that send to our brains, to our bodies that that then the negativity is somehow what is deserved. I think taking some time to think about how you speak to yourself and a simple way to do that is to think of how you talk to yourself in a situation or when something happens, when you're going through something or just everyday things. If you wouldn't speak to someone you love like that, you shouldn't speak to yourself like that. And that's been one of the biggest lessons I've learned over the last two to three years. It's still probably something that I am still struggling with. And I'm really trying every day that I notice this to kind of change my thought process. So we're all in this together, but there's definitely times that, you know, we are so hard on ourselves. And really what good can come from us doing that. So let's take a moment to think about how we do talk to ourselves. Do we tend to go to the worst case scenario? Do we expect the worst? Do we expect that we've done something wrong or we're going to fail? Do we label ourselves? Are we limiting ourselves with our own beliefs? It's hard overnight to change your self-talk to be constructive and positive, but I suppose the first step into solving that would be knowing that you're doing that. 
So once we've identified that we maybe don't talk to ourselves with love, an example that I can think of is the one that I just said, you know, this feeling that if something bad happens to me, I kind of think, oh, well, I must have done something to deserve this. This must be karma in some way. Or if I look at myself in the mirror, I look for the things that I perceive aren't good rather than looking at things that maybe other people see that are good. Negative self-talk can also stop us from achieving goals that we would normally go for. You know, if you're talking to yourself thinking, I'm never going to never going to achieve this big goal. I'm never going to be this or that, whether it's having a material item, if it's how you look, if it's, you know, health or, or whatever. Well, we never really will get there if that's how we think. And it might well stop us from going for things or making decisions that align with that person that we do want to be because we feel somehow that we are not worthy or we're not good enough. And I'm kind of just, I'm kind of just chatting out loud, really. Well, that is what a whole podcast is. But I'm kind of just speaking out loud and it's something that I need to hear is that we're so hard on ourselves and particularly people who might be perfectionists, the slightest slip up can ruin your day, week, month. And I know that I would never, ever speak to somebody I love in the same position the way that I would speak to myself. So the first step solving it is acknowledging that we do that for sure. How can we change our self-talk? Can we relabel it? You know, I'm really trying to catch myself in the moments I do think of myself like that and think, no, no good is going to come from speaking to myself like that. I'm not somehow less worthy of achieving my dreams or having good things happen to me because I didn't go to the gym this morning. But that feeling of guilt will follow me for the day. So I'm really trying to catch myself in those moments and say, I move my body, treat my body, treat myself with love. And if it didn't feel good and it wasn't what I wanted to do in the moment, that's fine. It doesn't make me a failure. And I know this and I know that I would say this to my friends, but it's so hard to tell your inner critic that, isn't it? It's quiet, quieting that inner critic. Another thing that might help with this is writing down those limiting beliefs or distorted self-beliefs that you take as truth. And you might not even be conscious of them. You know, a lot of the negativity and feelings of guilt, for me anyway, is more somatic than it is frank thoughts in my head. But are we standing in the way of our own growth? You know, we're totally distorting our self-image to be something negative. And we're not going to grow, you know, with that. I'm going to talk through some simple ways that we can change our self-thoughts. And this isn't going to be an overnight thing. I think this is one of the situations where incremental change is going to be the biggest thing. And I would strongly recommend reading the book Atomic Habits for the small changes to make such a big difference. And I'm like three, four years deep in this journey and I'm really still not there. I I still speak negatively to myself. And people get there and I have made changes and I'm way better for not doing that than I was you know, before I started this journey, but I have a long ways to go and that's okay. So from reading the evidence out there about the harm that negative self-thoughts can have on you, 
and what we can do to stop. I'm going to talk through some ways that might help with that. I'm going to obviously pop all of this in the show notes so you guys can go and have a little look yourself. So one of the first ways that we can do that is not only being aware of when we're having a negative self-thought or speaking to ourselves negatively, is to simply say stop. Stop yourself in that moment because it's only going to get worse. You're only going to ruminate further. So whilst you might not be able to stop those thoughts, when they come into your head, you can say stop. And even saying that out loud is so powerful to stop that. Also to talk to yourself in a way that is energizing and motivates you and will help to build that confidence in you that you can do these things. An example of this is speaking to yourself in a way that tells you you can do it. You know, like when you're at the gym and you're doing that workout and you say, keep going, I know I'm going to feel better if I do this or keep going, you're going to be fine, you're going to make it. Those kind of phrases that might build endurance or, or help block out any thoughts of failure. That kind of language is so powerful. There's also a level of self-discipline that will help here. And if you give yourself disciplined plans of what you want to do, the ability to kind of waver off and think negatively of yourself is slightly removed. I'll explain this a little bit further. As in the previous episode, I'm a massive fan of journaling in the morning because I write down everything that I need to do. And it means there's no room for me to overthink what I need to do. That if I don't do it, I feel, you know, like a failure. I've not done this. If I write down this is what I'm going to do, then it kind of removes that option. So that's a good way to try and help with that too. Also, the people you surround yourself with. I... I've certainly had friends in the past who I would leave feeling worse about myself and also would let myself be spoken to in a way that I wouldn't let people speak to me now. And I suppose if I'm letting other people speak to me or treat me badly or or poorly, then I'm probably going to treat myself poorly as well. So having friends who bring out that good side of you, who truly love you, who want the best for you is only going to have a good effect on you. The saying goes that you are the average of the five people you spend most time with and consciously choosing those people is our own responsibility. Do you ever have those friends or people that you just leave and feel totally drained or, you know, we leave and you feel like they're talking about you and stuff. We're just too, we're too old for that and that's not going to get us anywhere that we want to be. So Think about the people you have in your life. Who are the people that you do spend the most time with? Are they helping with that? Do they make you feel good? Do they want the best for you? I'm actually going to do an episode on the people that we spend time with and how that affects us. So that's something that I plan to do. But it's just something to keep in the back of your mind. I have also noticed that since I have not spent time with certain people, my negative self-talk has been much less. So it's worthwhile looking into that. There's also evidence that speaking to yourself in the second person instead of the first person helps. It almost makes it more objective in a way. So instead of saying, I can do this, if they speak to you, if you speak to yourself and say, you can do this, it's almost like you're pep talking a friend, but you're the friend. And studies that have shown people who would talk to themselves in the first person and say, I can do this versus saying, you can do this. The people who said, spoke to themselves in the second person performed better. 
So that's worthwhile thinking about. And a lot of the affirmations and stuff I would listen to would say, you can do this or you, you know, would use second person. Um, there is some people who would speak in third person. I don't know if I'm, I'm not about that life, but <laughs> whatever helps. And lastly, something that is just my own views. I really think your inner child is so important here, taking time to honour them, to do things that they would enjoy. And we actually spoke about this at a group I attend on Tuesdays and they were speaking about how doing things that are almost like that childish, childlike, fun way of doing things is so incredibly powerful and it's helping that little child that's in us that we that we might need to heal we need, might need to spend time loving that might not have got to be silly and childish as much as they would have liked so honor that inner child in you take time to think about what they might need be silly i really think being silly is so underrated as a form of therapy build the fort watch the scary movies that was a run through on why speaking to ourselves from a place of love and positivity is so important to become the best version of ourselves and this is me talking directly to myself too i need to watch how i speak to myself and we've all been there so the fact that you've turned on this episode and you're listening right now is so powerful and you should be so proud of yourself as always, thank you so much for listening. And if you have enjoyed it, please do leave a review wherever you listen. I really, really appreciate it and it helps so much. I put regular posts up on my Instagram at a self love story pod to help you wake up and prepare for your day as your best self. And I'm going to continue doing that. I'm going to post some journaling prompts and I really do hope that it helps you. And I will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.